Tov. So, Bezrat <coughs> Hashem, we'll deal with uh, a few more questions of Mezuzah, part two of the Halachot of Mezuzah. This week, I want to start with the uh, sugya of where to place the Mezuzah in the doorframe. The Gemara, I'm on page 251 in the Tzurba booklets. Uh, the Gemara in Mesechet Menachot, Lamed Bet, Amud Bet says as follows. Amrav if you hang the mezuzah on a stick, it would be invalid. It would not fulfill the mitzvah of a mezuzah. My timer. The Torah says, in your doorposts, not hanging by the doorposts. Tanya Namahachi, we've also learned a brighter. That if a person hang a mezuzah on a stick or something like that, or if one placed the mezuzah not in the door frame but on the wall, right? If one placed it behind the door, one wouldn't fulfill the mitzvah. Then we're going to come back to that line of placing it behind the door. It sounds from the Gemara over here that one cannot fulfill the mitzvah unless the mezuzah is within the actual archway or door frame okay we'll come back to that later on in the shir says the gemara shall bake munbaz hamelech ayuasin bepundokot in came but munbaz the king when he used to go to an inn his soldiers used to put a mezuzah on the uh hang it by a stick zechel mezuzah why would they do that you we just said you cannot fulfill the mitzvah by just hanging it on a stick so why would they do that? Because me'ikara din, they were not chayav to put a mezuzah there. Right? Because you're only chayav in a mezuzah if it's there for 30 days. In chutz So why did they do it? Zeichel mezuzah, so that they don't forget. It was a chumrah not to forget the mitzvah of mezuzah, but not really that they were fulfilling the mitzvah of mezuzah. What, what did they do? They, they hung it on a stick. When they went to a hotel in chutz they would they would place a stick and put the mezuzah on it. Why would they do such a thing? We just said that you cannot fulfill the mitzvah by hanging it on a stick. Says the Gemara, Zecher. So they shouldn't forget about the mitzvah of mezuzah, but not that they really fulfilled the mitzvah of mezuzah. Okay. Now, <clears throat> the Shulchan Aruch Paskins this way. So he goes into a room of a hotel and puts a stick near the door. It's a nice thing to do, but it's not a chiyuv. One person, it doesn't, there's no chiyuv. It was Munbaz, and, and some of the poskim explain why Dafka Munbaz. Because he was, he was a king. He traveled a lot. So he wasn't at home. It's like a person who's traveling for business so much. He lives his life in hotels, so he'll never fulfill the mitzvah of, of, of mezuzah because he's, he's, he's never really long enough there. So that's why Munbaz was machmir to do something zechel mezuzah. But me'ikar adim, person who goes to a hotel in Chutzaretz does not need to place uh, <coughs> mezuzah on a, on a stick. Says the Shulchan, Ketzad Kov'a, Shulchan Aruch in Reish Peite, how does a person place the mezuzah? Yimserena b'masmerin b'mezuzah ta'petah. One places it there <coughs> with nails, in the door frame or one digs a hole into the door frame and places it in the door 
What is critical is whether you place it with nails or whether you dig it in, it's got to be there fixed properly. It's got to be permanent. It can't be hanging around. It's got to be inside or attached to the, the door. We'll come back to the sugya. How attached does it have to be? With nails, with glue? We'll see that uh, as we go along in the shear. Is there a preference? I mean, because the shulchan has given two options there. And also, where have these two options come from? Um, and it's not clear from the Gemara. Basically, the, uh, the, the Taz says that one should, um, it's preferable to, to put it inside because, because, because of the, not only that, because of the Bizayon. He's worried about how people are going to act in front of the mezuzah. So the mezuzah, the, the, the if it's like inside, it's, it's more protected. Um, other poskim say, no, if you put it too much inside, it won't be visible at all. And the whole point is to be able to see it. So it's not clear which one is the, prepared, the, the preferred um, situation. An interesting halacha, how do you put up the mezuzah? <coughs> Says the Gemara in Menachot again. Some um, people really put a core into the door. No. Right, and then they stick it in. Yeah. Put some in there. Correct. Right. That seems to be, in previous generations, that was more common. Today, it's less common for whatever reason. Amar Abi Chelbo. Chazin alay l'rav huna dekarich le me'echad klapei shma vose parshiotea stumot. Two halachot the Gemara says about Rav huna. He would take his parchment. Imagine this is the mezuzah. Okay. Now, you, the first Pasuk of the mezuzah starts with Shema Yisrael, and we write from right to left in Hebrew. So it starts on the right-hand corner, Shema, and at the end of the line, on the left-hand corner, it's Hashem Echad. So what did Rav Huna do? He would roll the mezuzah from the left-hand side towards the right-hand side. So that's how he would roll it up, and that's how he would put his mezuzah. I, the mezuzah wasn't open. The mezuzah was rolled. And that's how we pass it. Says, um, <clears throat> uh, says Rashi, right? Uh, so, uh, sorry, go to the Shulchan Aruch. So it sounds like this is critical that you have to roll it. What happens if a person wants to, you know, put the mezuzah open, leave the parchment open? You've got a very nice uh, mezuzah. Just Put it open, you know, make it like that. Why do you have to roll it up? So this was asked, this is a dealt with in the Shaila of Yabiya Omer. Says the Yabiya Omer, that a bait and I become its You mean a little parchment scroll? I mean, yeah, instead of, let's say this is the size of the parchment. So usually what we do is we roll it up and you can't see the words. What happens if someone doesn't want to roll it up? He wants to, this is the parchment. And he wants to stick the mezuzah like that on the door. So you could theoretically read the entire uh, words. Is that okay or not? Okay? That's a shayla. So says Rabbi Badi Yosef, I saw in a Jewish article called Noam, He was asked, can a person put on a mezuzah? He's got the most expensive software in Yerushalayim to write it for him. He wants to show everyone this beautiful Ketavya. Upasak shimei no krucha. He passed in that if it wasn't rolled, 
Und ich habe zu Hause gesagt, wenn ich lieber open, right, in such a case, uh, even if it's covered in glass or in, the, or in nylon or something, look here, Mitzvah to say. Hmm. He hasn't fulfilled the Mitzvah. It has to be rolled. When the Gemara over here tells us the story of Rav Huna, comes along Rav Horovitch and says, that's Markev. If you didn't roll it up, it's, you haven't fulfilled your obligation. <coughs> says <coughs> Rav Ovadia, Nevertheless, Hadat Noteh, his personal opinion is, Rolling up is not Ma'akev. You should do it out of respect for the mezuzah, but if you didn't do it, you still fulfill the mitzvah. If someone put it up, it still is valid in terms of he's fulfilled the mitzvah. It's interesting. In my kids' school, I've yes. seen in a few places that they have the mezuzah open. Open? Yeah. In like a perspex uh, cover. Interesting. So, so, so it's interesting he says it's because... In other words, obviously they put it, when they put it up, they did it no. as in, maybe, they didn't do it by mistake. Correct. But maybe there it's different. Why is it different? Because there they were doing it for the sake of chinuch. Right? They want to know, they want the kids to know what's in a mezuzah. If a person, if a kid's never seen a mezuzah, who knows what's written in there? So maybe for the sake of chinuch, they decided to rely on Rav Ovadia here that says, it's okay. It's not lechatchila. But maybe for the sake of Chinuch, it would be okay. Also, I'm just thinking the mezuzah, is it, do they have a chiv to put up a mezuzah? Ah, that's another chiv. Could be that there's not. They don't sleep there. Right, right. Good point. Good point. Good point. Right. Now, <clears throat> do we have to put a mezuzah in a kli? Says the Gemara. In what? In a vessel. In a protected uh, vessel. Says the Gemara. Uh, that you can place the mezuzah <coughs> some type of reed that would you know, hollow out a reed and I'll place it in a reed. What does the Rambam say? It says the Rambam, first of all, you have to roll it from the end to the beginning. The Rambam explains why do you roll it backwards so that when you open it, you'll be able to read it from right to left? Okay. After you've rolled it up, says Rambam, you should place it in some type of vessel, wood, reed, something like that. And you connect it to the wall, b'masmer, with a nail, or you dig a hole into the door frame and put it in. So you see from the Rambam, it sounds like you should place it in a protective vessel. And that's how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. It sounds like, according to the Shulchan Aruch, you have to place it in some type of protective vessel. S says, now, the question is like this. We've said you've got to roll it. Then you've got to cover it. Then you 
place it with a nail or dig a, 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 some type of hole in the wall and put it in. What about today? Most people, most of the mezuzahs are not put up with nails, they're put up with glue. Is that acceptable or not acceptable? Says the Sifte Koin, the Shach, 1700s, Yim Serena Bemasmerin, the Shukhanar talks about nails, if you're going to place it there just for a short period of time, let's say a person's in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so we said in Eretz Yisrael, even on day one, you have to put up a mezuzah. But let's say I'm coming to Eretz Yisrael, I'm renting an apartment for three days. I don't want to start knocking, knocking it in with nails and, and, and you know, I'm going to, and, and let's say I'm, I'm renting it from a, from a non-Jew. So after three days, I'm going to take it down. So says the Shach, in such a scenario, in that new Sham Lefi Sha'ah, on a, call it a temporary basis, you don't need to put it there with nails. This is the opinion of the Bach, <coughs> based in, basing himself on Yerushalmi. And here comes Shut Shevet HaLevi, Ravozna. Ravazna says, what I learned from this shit of the Shach. Ravazna says, Mi Shach. Is this person, when he put up their mezuzah, is he obligated in mezuzah? Yes, he's obligated in mezuzah. We saw that a person, even on day one, is obligated in the mezuzah. Now, if putting it up with nails is critical, then who cares if I'm there for three days or for three years? I would have to put it up with a nail. The fact that the Shach tells me then in such a case, I don't need to put it up with nails, means the Me'ikar Adin doesn't, need to, be it doesn't need to put up with nails. And this is how the Shevet HaLevi, Ravosna Paskins, Ella. Masmerim, when the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch talk about a nail, it's in order that it will stay up and not fall down. Yeah? And that's only if it was going to do it for a long time. And therefore, says Rabbi Vosna, if you put it up with glue, if it's a sustainable glue that it's not going to fall down, you fulfill the obligation. Also, the Chalkot Yaakov, Rabbi Breich, from Switzerland, um, Rav Reich was uh, originally from Germany and after and, and already in the beginning when the Nazis came to power they, um, they, they I don't know what they did to him but he had to leave Germany he was one of the few Jews that, that, uh, that left before things got too terrible he was able to leave and he spent the war in Switzerland and he was a very important Posek post-Holocaust. Um, there weren't that many Talmidei Chacham in post-Holocaust. The Chalkat Yaakov, Rabbi Reich, was one of the few Talmidei Chachamim that wrote responsa, A, that dealt with many questions that came post-Holocaust mm -hmm. and dealt with the modern-day world. So you find often um, responsa on, on similar topics by Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, by Rabbi Yaakov Reich, and his brother-in-law, oh, sorry, he's not his brother-in-law, he's Mechutan, the Minchat Yitzchak. The Minchat Yitzchak was the Dayan in London. Uh, Rav Weiss was, uh, Breich was the 
Rav of Switzerland, and Rav Moshe Feinstein was in America. And often you have a similar truths being written almost simultaneously and sometimes by the same person writing to all three of them and getting uh, similar responses. I've seen a truva by Rav Yaakov Breich, by Rav Breichia, um, regarding uh, cosmetic surgery that we dealt with a few, uh, few weeks ago. It seems that the same person that asked Rav Breich sent a, tru- a letter to Rav Moshe Feinstein. And Rav Moshe Feinstein and Rav Breich are really dealing with the same case. They came out with two different truvas and attacked the sugya from two different angles completely. But it's very interesting that both of them were dealing with the same case. Okay, so says the Chalkat Yaakov, Rav Breich. Um, <clears throat> says, uh, right? Well, let's read the whole thing because it's quite an important shayla. Regarding something that I was asked many times, that the uh, door frame is made out of stone or, or metal. Apparently, you couldn't stick a nail in for whatever reason. Can we use glue to stick the, um, the mezuzah? Option number two is instead of doing it within the door frame, do it on the side of the door frame, i.e. on the wall, but not within, not under the lintel. So he says, what's preferable? Should I do it next to the door frame? We'll see, within a tefach of the door frame. Or, and there I can use nails. Or I can do it within the door frame, but I need to use, um, I, I need to use glue. So first of all, we have an interesting din. That it comes out that, according to Rabbi Yaakov Breich, and many poskim say this, that a tefach with in the door frame, i.e., not in the, if you can't put it in the door frame, if you put it within a tefach next to, you have fulfilled the obligation, you even put it on, up with a, with a brocha. So Rabbi Breich is asked, what's better, to do it with nails outside the door frame or to do it with glue? Explains, says you can do it with glue, this is considered lechatchila, you should do it with a brocha, and definitely you should do it within the door frame as opposed to outside the door frame with nails. Uh, a similar idea from uh, the Chavedat, Again, Ravavadia, Yesh Lomar Shagam Betivka Bedevek, Beshar Barzel, Shapir Dami, Beyomar Ledevek, Tobu. Right? Basically, Ravavadia says also, as long as it's a good glue, it's not a problem. The Mishneh Halachot, Rav Menashe Klein, is not so. Um, ay, ay, ay. Look, look at the uh, source number 15. Who's Rav Menashe Klein? Rav Menashe Klein <coughs> was a. He's, he's, uh, the, he wrote a sefer called Mishneh Alachot. He was a rav uh, of Hungary. He survived the he survived the um, the Shoah. He then um, he then 
if I'm not mistaken, he went to Boston or, or somewhere in the States. Him and his brother were both huge Talmidei Chachamim and both were Poskim. He wrote the Mishneh Alachot. His brother wrote the Be'er Moshe. Two brothers, both of them survivors of the Holocaust, um, and they, they became Poskim. Uh, often their, their chubas are very, very harif, very machmir. Uh, within, they, they follow the Hungarian tradition of, uh, of being machmir and very, very, they don't mince their words. Um, there's a famous chuba of Menashe Klein, of Rabbi Menashe Klein, Mishneh Alachot. He says that, you know, at, at weddings, often people, <coughs> before the wedding at the chuppah, there's a smorgasbord. People eat, uh, eat. He says, if you eat there, you pass all the edus. If you eat at the smorgasbord, you pass all the edus. You cannot be a witness at, uh, you can't, you're not a valid witness. Why? Because the uh, Gemara says that a person who eats in the shuk, He's like, uh, he's, he's not a respectable person. He's like a kelet. So, 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 so this is a question. So it seems that he's saying, it's, I can't remember the chuva. I think he was talking about if, if you were eating bread at the small little board, if you were just tasting a little meat. But it's still, it's quite a, it's quite a machmir shita. It's not the shuk. You're at the wedding. It's not. Um, it's not. Uh, you're walking in this in the public uh, thing, and also there, it's not so clear exactly what it means. Lichora, um, it's referring to a person who's eating a proper shawarma walking down the street. Uh, the, the, at the smorgasbord, they dafke have things that you're able to eat with one uh, with one bis, right? One bar. Anyway, I'm just uh, pointing out. Rav Menashe Klein has very interesting shuvas. Um, and, and often very, very uh, harif. And here he says, similarly, he says, uh, He says, these people that use glue, this is not considered permanent. They haven't fulfilled their mitzvah. And the Shulchan Aruch, and we saw also the Lashon of the Rambam, was use nails. And even if you want to say you're really using proper, you know, glue, it's okay. The Mali Devek, Mali Masmer, what's the difference? But if it's, uh, you know, the Devek, the glue that your kid uses for his, uh, in school, that's not good enough. So it sounds like at the end of his shuvah, he's prepared to say maybe that if it's real, you know, super glue, it would be okay. He's not so happy about it. It's not ay ay ay, but definitely nothing of the uh, sort. And he says we should be very careful about this issue. Okay. What has that got to do How you stick it on. He says that if you do it with glue, it's not considered kavua. We said you have to place it there permanently. If you place it bimakel, if you place it on a stick, we saw the Gemara that says you haven't fulfilled the obligation. If you have a chasana in it, say, go yeshe hotel. And either you talk about hors or you talk about certain 
meal itself, yes. you should put on a temporary no, no, the, the case of the, the, of the, the Hasana has got nothing to do with the Shira. I was just bringing an example of his Psak that sometimes is extreme. It's got nothing to do with Yilchot Mezuzade. It's I. Alright, correct, correct. That thing of the, of, the, of the wedding has nothing to do with the Shira. I was just bringing it as, a, as an Asan, not to do with the Halachot of the, of the Mezuzah. Okay? I mean, he, says, he says it in a Kharif way, but really what he's, really what he's saying, which... Yeah. It's correct, basically, is that it has to be, there has to be kviyut, whatever it is. Correct. Again, he's saying it in a kharif way. Correct. But really, what he's saying is, is right. Make sure that it's Make sure, he's like saying, yeah. If yeah. it's not proper, then, then, then it's, it's not, not going to be okay. Kavua, then it's not I okay. agree, I agree. In the end of the day, yeah. at the end of his trivia, he's like, it's kosher, but make sure it's done properly. Yeah. I agree, I agree. Um, so, if I go and have a it's a word of a story out yes. in New York. Yes. I don't have to do anything about a mezuzah. Correct. You don't have to do there anything about a mezuzah. Correct. Correct. Okay. Says the... Um, where on the door frame do you put the mezuzah? Says the Gemara, I'm Rabbi Yudah Again, our Gemara in Menachot, Lamebet. All of the sugis of mezuzah are like three places in trust. Menachot, Yuma, that's it. Uh, it's all like two daf, each one. The mitzvah is to place it within the door frame. It says, <coughs> it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. So the Gemara says, no, I have a Havamina. Since Rabbi said, it's the mitzvah is to place it as close as possible to the public domain. Right? I'm coming from the public domain into the house. So I might think that even on the outside wall, that is a preferable place. Kamash Milan, not. Kamash Milan, not that what? That's not Lechatchila. But it could be that it's still Yotzei Bediyeve. Because the language of the Gemara over here is mitzvah. Implying that the best way to do it, but if you didn't do it that way, it would still be, um, uh, would still be, uh, would still be okay. All right? Uh, let's uh, let let's move on. Let's we're running out of time, so I just want to uh, skip the Gemara and Lamed Gimel, and let's go to the Machloket between the Rambam and the Rosh. Where to place it on the on the door frame? Says the Rambam, Veichan kovim et mezuzah. Where do you place the mezuzah? Betoch shalal shal petach, betepach hachasamuch lechutz. You place it on the outside side of the door. Betchilat shlisha elyon shal gova hashar. You take the door, divide it into three parts. The mezuzah should be placed at the beginning of the top third of the door. So if your door is... is uh, whatever, two meters, right? Two meters high. So divide that, take the, the top one meter, what would be one meter? 50. Whatever a third of, of two meters is, right? And at that point, that's where you put it, at the beginning of the third um, of the wall. Now says the Rosh, but the Rambam says, but if you did it higher than that, you still fulfilled your obligation. 
It just cannot be close to the lintel by a tefach. It has to be lower than a tefach from the, from the roof. The Rosh argues. The Rosh says, Basically, according to the Rosh, the entire area, the entire top third of the door frame is lechat chila. How do we paskin? Machloket between svarim achkenazim. Shulchan Aruch paskin zakh the Rambam. Ez makom kviyata betochal al petach betevar al mundo petach betchilat lisha elyon gova ashar. So he quotes the Rambam. Says the um, uh, says the nekudot hakesef. Who dat harambam? And that's what most tzaddikim, they try to do it at the beginning of the third. However, But the minag he sees in Ashkenaz was to do it the entire area at the top third, not just at the beginning of the third. He says, he thinks that this is correct. Because that seems to be the main way of understanding the sugya. Now, okay, so you have a machloket. According to the Shulchan Aruch, it should definitely be done at the beginning of the third. And according to the Shach, which many Ashkenazim Paskan, anywhere on the top third is okay. Says the Beit Yosem. Varav Manoach Katav Shinire Eloshim Kshera. What well, if you did it less than the, the third, the top third? He says it's okay according to Rabbeinu Manoach. As long as it's not on the floor, by three tvachim. It says about Yosef Elon Nehira. But less than that would be possible according, says the, the Beit Yosef in the name of the Rambam. What is the Shach Paskin? Less than a third, the top third would be passel according to all of these opinions. Now, what happens, and that's basically what we do. Svarim try and do it at the beginning of the third of the door. Ashkenazim anywhere in the top third of the door is okay. But everyone should be makbid, even the Svardim, that begin at the beginning of the third, that even a little bit shouldn't be less, that go into less than the top third of the, of the, uh, of the mezuzah. Now, here comes a very famous machloket between uh, Rashi and Tosvot. How should the mezuzah lie? Should it lie vertical or should we place the mezuzah horizontal? It's based on a Gemara. Again, our Gemara in Menachot Lamed Gimel. Amar Rav Yudah Marav. Now, I'm going to first explain the Gemara according to Rashi. Tosvot, is he going to explain the Gemara? Exactly the opposite. Rav Yudah says in the name of Rav, As'a kamin nagar psula. If you made the mezuzah like a bolt, Rashi explains what does a bolt mean? Horizontal. Then it's invalid. But all the mezuzahs of Rebbe were done like bolts. So says the Gemara, Lo kashya, ha-davidik is tamira. 
even some bolts are done like pegs, says Rashi, in which case, since it's done vertically, it would be okay. But if it's done, it's the vira, which is done like a, like a, um, <clears throat> sorry, if it's done like a, 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 a peg that is horizontal, it's going to be invalid. But if it's like the ankle, I, the bone of the ankle, which joins the foot, right? So that is upright, then it would be okay. I, according to Rashi, the Gemara over here is telling me that you do it horizontally, it's not okay. You have to do it vertically. Toswat there says, Piresh Bekuntras, and he brought Rashi's explanation. The Kashiela Rabbeinu Tam. Says Rabbeinu Tam, I don't understand. The Ma'umad Lab Derech Kavodu. Anywhere, anytime we find something lying upright, vertical, is not considered derech kavod. The Gemara says, if you bury a person upright, it's considered an undignified way of burying a person. It's like burying a, burying a donkey that way. And the Sefer Torah in the Beit HaMikdash, in the Aron HaKodesh, it was lying down, it wasn't standing up. You mean whether it's this way or this way? Correct. According to Rabbeinu Tam, what Rashi said that the mezuzah has to be upright like this is incorrect. So they say it should be at an angle. No, no, no. Tosvot doesn't say an angle. Tosot said it has to be completely horizontal. We're going to come to the opinion of an angle in a moment. But we don't have that. Oh, well, how are we going to pass can is different. In the meantime, we've just seen that Rashi says it's got to be upright like this. Tosot says it should be horizontal. How do we pass it? Before you how get to how, how we pass it, he brings the example of Sefer Torah, which is exactly what I was thinking. Today, yes. all our Sefer Torah are Standing vertical. Up. That's a good question. Spali and Ashkenazi. Good question. Except interestingly, Swadi Sifre Torah, even when you read from them, they're vertical. Correct. And Ashkenazi ones, oh, you put them down. horizontal. There are three options this way, this way, or this way. Right. And we do it this way. The angle. We're going we're gonna to see. Not horizontal. Not horizontal, not vertical, but in, at a slot. And not vertical. Correct. So where does that come from? That comes from, as we'll see now, brought down in the Rama. But the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, Shricha Liot Skufa, the Shulchan Aruch, and by the way, it's also the opinion of the Vilna Gaon, we Paskin Akrashi. The mezuzah has to be upright. And that's how the Svardi, if you go to Svardi, if you see a Svardi building, or house, the mezuzahs are upright. Comes along the Rama and says, but, but we, we do it this way. Correct. So he says, some say that if it's vertical, it's invalid. Rather, it has to be horizontal. So those that are careful, should fulfill both opinions. And place it at an angle and that's how the, the Ramah Paskins, that Ashkenazim, we should place it at an angle to fulfill both opinions. Yeah. Now the question is like this. 
Am I fulfilling both opinions? Mr. Maybe Mr. I'm not fulfilling any opinion. Right. The Rashi seem to say is actually a difference between Ashkenazim and Svarim. Correct. Svarim hold it has to be upright. But the Ramah says, in deference to Tosvot, I'm not going to make it upright, I'm going to make it slanted. And in deference to Rashi, I'm not going to make it upright, I'm going to make it slanted. I'm not going to make it horizontal, I'm going to make it slanted. Mm -hmm. But the question is, but maybe I haven't fulfilled the obligation Bichlal. Because according to Rashi, it's meant to be vertical. According to Tosvot, it's got to be horizontal. And we put it at an angle. So maybe we haven't fulfilled the obligation. The answer is, that perhaps the, the logic of the Ramai's is false. Rashi never said that it has to be upright. The Gemara, if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara says that if you put it, in Rashi's explanation, horizontal is puzzle. Meaning that if it's not horizontal but at a slant, even according to Rashi, it might be okay. And similarly according to Toswat. Toswat understood that what? If you put it vertical, it's puzzle. But if you put it at a slightly at an angle, maybe even according to Tosfot, that would be okay. I.e., it's a good svara to say that what the Ramah is saying is that I'm really fulfilling the obligation both according to, the, to Rabbeinu Tam and according to Rashi. And it's that's why only, we do that. It's only possible if you do it horizontal. Correct. But if you do it at a slant... this way or that way, doesn't make it possible. Doesn't make it possible. Now, what the Ramah doesn't tell us is what should the angle be? What should the angle be? Most poskim hold that me'ikaradim we paskin like Rashi. Ay, it should be abstract. So when we do it at an angle, we do it at a slight angle, right? But it shouldn't be 45 degrees. It shouldn't be exactly halfway. It should be at a slight angle. But really, if you're looking at it, it's more upright than an angle. And that's really how the Chazonish Paskin, the Chazonish in his house, the, the mezuzahs were really almost straight up. They were slight, just, you know, like 95 degrees, call it like that. However, the Minchat Elazar, he Paskins, they're not, should be 45 degrees. If you're going to fulfill the mitzvah according to Tosvot and Rashi, so go 45 degrees. Now, the Pitchei Tshuva has a very interesting uh, 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 he says that this 45 degrees is so important. What happens if your door frame isn't wide enough? So you can't do it at 45 degrees. Mm -hmm. So says Chomot Yerushalayim, it's one of the Svarim quoted in the, Mishnah, in the Pitre Shura. It's preferable not to do it on the entrance, but to do it on the outside of the wall, then, and, and do it at an angle, then not. Pile play. Most Boskim would, 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 would disagree with such a din. That really the angle is not critical, and if you cannot do it at an angle, you do it completely upright. Mm -hmm. right? Some some doors are very thin that there's no way to do it at an angle. Then you do it upright, because that is meikar adin. Everyone agrees that you should that you should do the mezuzah. I want to uh, just uh, we've got a few minutes left. I want to just talk about we haven't discussed this at all. A mezuzah in bedrooms. It's not, not, not here, but I'll just say it outside because I think it's very important. There is a, a, the, we know that a person doesn't put a mezuzah in a house of bizayon, right? In a room which is used for uh, tashmishel bizayon, right? So that's why we don't put a mezuzah on the bathroom. 
right? Or, or a toilet, a bathroom, you don't put a mezuzah there. The Gemara talks about a room where women get changed, right? where they are unclothed. And the Gemara over there seems to imply that you don't put up a mezuzah. Based on that, the Mordechai, at least how the Tashbits explains the Mordechai, says that a room where a woman and a man sleep, i.e. when a husband and a man sleep, and there's going to be Tashmish Hamita, should not have a mezuzah. The main bedroom where the father and mother uh, reside, according to the Mordechai, at least how the Tashmish understands the Mordechai, should not have a mezuzah. Be like plain. The Beit Yosef brings that Shita and argues, says doesn't make sense, they, they live there, and therefore it's not comparable to the room where the women were getting changed. That's not a room where people live in, and therefore it does need a mezuzah. The Ramah adds a very important halacha. The Ramah says that if the mezuzah is on the outside, the outside of, the room. of the door, i.e. when you close the door, the, the mezuzah is on the outside, then even according to Mordechai, even according to the Mordechai, you would have to put up a mezuzah. Now, why is that a chidush of the Ramah? Because let's say you've got a bathroom. Even if you close the door and the bathroom and the mezuzah is on the outside, you don't need a mezuzah, correct? Mm -hmm. So why, when it, when it does the Ramah say, why does the Ramah say? Wait a minute. You have a door and the handle is on the outside. You mean that the mezuzah, when you close the door, the mezuzah is going to be in the, in the bedroom? Yeah. In that case, in that case, the Mordechai says you don't put up a mezuzah. The Beit Yosef says you do put up the mezuzah. And the Ramah says also you put up the mezuzah, but it's a machloket. It's a machloket. The Ramah just adds that if it's on the outside, then there's no machloket. Now, Oftentimes, bedrooms... Wait a minute. You have the knob here. Yes. And you open on outside. Yes. Then, what do you do with a mezuzah? According to how we pass in, you always put a mezuzah on the door. Whether the... Even if you close the door, the mezuzah will be inside. Or if it's outside, we, we don't pass for like the Mordechai. We pass for the needs of mezuzah. The main bedroom needs a mezuzah. Now the question is... So whether you have it outside or inside... Inside, you still need a mezuzah. But now comes the question. If it's on the inside, how can you have Tashmishamita? We have a halacha, brought down in the Gemara in Brachet, that a, a, a man and a woman, a husband and wife, cannot have Tashmishamita where there are Sifrei Kodesh, right? And it doesn't only mean Sifrei Kodesh or Tfilin or anything, unless it is covered in two coverings. Either you take it out, or you cover it in two coverings. But here comes the problem. Says the Gemara over there, that if one covering, if the covering is made for the article, it's not considered a covering. For example, Matfilin bed is a covering. But because that is the purpose of the twilling bag is for the twilling, it's not considered a covering. So even if I had 10 coverings, that twilling bag is not considered counted as one covering. So here, the Beit Yosef, the question is like this. 
Lichora. If you have the mezuzah inside the bedroom, inside the bedroom, you would need two coverings. But even if you have two coverings, we've just learned that if the covering is made for the object, then it wouldn't help. So how, by me covering the mezuzah, if that's the mezuzah cover, how does it help? Hear the question. So the Mishnah Brewer gives an answer. The Mishnah Brewer says, and it's a big kula, the Mishnah Brewer says, quoting the Chaya Adam, that if originally, when you put on the mezuzah, one of the coverings was put on with the intention of, in order that the couple could have Tashmishamita, that suffices. And that's a big kula. The Chazonish says it goes against the Gemara. And according to the Chazonish, if you have a mezuzah inside the room, you'd have to put a towel over the mezuzah every time the couple want to have Tashmisha Mita. So that's Lemaise. Uh, Lemaise, we can rely on the uh, we can rely on the Mishnah Bura. There's another reason to rely on the Mishnah Bura, and that's the opinion of the Aruch Hashulchan. The Aruch Hashulchan says, "Hold on a second. It doesn't make sense that the Torah would obligate us to put a mezuzah in a room where there's a, where there's going to be a conflict. They're not doing an avera. The husband and wife are doing a mitzvah." So therefore, he says, it cannot be that these two alachot are in conflict, and therefore, according to the Aruch HaShulchan, it's not a problem. All you have to do is you have to make sure that it's not see-through. You should put a cover that's not see-through, and according to the Aruch HaShulchan, you wouldn't need even two covers. One cover would be enough. We generally are makhbit that if it's in a bedroom, you should put two covers, and that would be, that would, uh, according to Mishnah Bura, that would be okay. According to the Chazunish, it wouldn't be okay. You'd need some external towel or something to put over it. There's a Benish Chai that says maybe there's another room to be made because it's above 10 Tfachim. In general, something that is above 10 Tfachim is a different Rishut. It's a different um, domain. So that might be another reason to be Mekel. Um So that was the... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll end there. We didn't get... Uh, just removing a mezuzah. I'll just say it outside. But basically, when it comes to removing a mezuzah, the Halacha is... That the person who goes to live in the house, it's an obligation on him to put up the mezuzah. That means if I'm renting a house from Mr. Rothschild, the chiyuv to put up the mezuzahs is on me. The house doesn't belong to me, but I'm the one who's living there. I have a chiyuv to put up the mezuzahs. After a year, I decide to leave. Can I take down the mezuzahs? The alachis are not allowed to take down the mezuzahs. The next person who's coming in, he should pay me. But, but even if he doesn't pay me, I'm not allowed to take down the mezuzahs. That's halakha number one. Unless the person coming in is not Jewish. If the person coming in is not Jewish, then Adarabha, I must take down the, the mezuzahs because the mezuzahs are not going to be treated with the correct uh, cupboard. So that is a... Another halakha, we don't have time to go into uh, more details regarding that, but that's Pachot Yotet, the general halachot. That is the end of the halachot of mezuzah. Next week, Bezrat Hashem will be starting the laws of shakmas, kilan, and clothing. Okay?